First in our Bill of Rights is the freedom to hear uncensored ideas and opinions, to think your own thoughts, and to say what's on your mind. We couldn't have liberty without it. Now, more than ever, it's good to spout off, to listen, debate, and participate. Here's your host of Spouting Off, commentator, columnist, and all-around rabble-rouser, Karen Cataline. Well, welcome on in to another edition of Spouting Off. It's such an honor and a pleasure to have you along with us from coast to coast. You're listening to the KRN Radio Network because you never know where you're going to find or hear Spouting Off with yours truly. I am going to jump right in. I have a couple of quick comments about uh, Queen Elizabeth II who passed on this past week. And uh, I got to tell you, I'm a quintessential American. I wish more people were quintessential Americans. Uh, We fought a war so that we didn't make kings and queens and lords and masters over the rest of us. So fundamentally, I don't like this worship of royalty, certainly in America, uh, the young, we have our own royalty. It's called Hollywood celebrities, and we make gods out of these people. They're not gods. Uh, I I wish Queen Elizabeth to rest in peace, uh, but the wall-to-wall coverage that I expected is happening, and it's not going to end anytime soon. God knows what's happening while everybody's watching the pomp and circumstance. Uh, I tweeted one quick thing that I want to share with you. I'm not going to make too many comments other than that. You are welcome to comment on my Twitter page. Send me an email, Karen at KarenCataline.com. And it is as follows. Look at the respect given to Queen Elizabeth's end of life process. Would anyone think to hasten her death or decide her life was no longer valuable because she was old? Doesn't every human being deserve that kind of respect, not just a queen? That's my thought for the day. And I think you know that it is, let's say, pregnant with meaning, but I'll move on. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I got in my mailbox, one of my favorite little news items they send every Friday, uh, Sydney Powell puts out something called Good News Friday from uh, her newsletter, and I do look forward to that. And here is an item that I decided to wax philosophic about. Oberlin College has initiated payment in full of the $36.59 million judgment to Gibson's Bakery, and I'll tell you about that in just a minute, for their part in smearing and demonizing this 137-year-old bakery as racist. Okay, so many people have been following this case. It's been going on for six years now. And a a person came into their bakery, they sell wine and what have you, and uh, tried to... uh, uh, steal stuff out of their store. They did the classic thing people have been doing for decades and decades and decades in this country. They called the police and they pressed charges on this shoplifter. That would have been the end of it. But Oberlin being one of the most liberal colleges in the country, and that's saying something because they all are, uh, Black Lives Matter got involved and claimed that this person who was caught shoplifting was profiled and that the store was racist. Black Lives Matter. Oberlin got involved, including the president of the college, and even did, you can watch this, a Ted Koppel interview back when claiming that this bakery, this 137-year-old family-owned bakery, was racist. I ask you, if America itself is systemically racist, if every political enemy that the radical left has is racist, and now, of course, they're calling even more names, uh, then, you know, what difference does it make if a bakery is racist? No, not true. It's a classic example of being smoletted, smoletted, my new verb, meaning that the persecutor 
claims victimhood and accuses the victim of exactly what he's doing. He orchestrates a uh, a fraud that says he's the victim, the guy who actually perpetrated, perpetrated the crime. Now, is this the same tactic being used by a sitting president of the United States? What happened last Thursday, September 1st? And when will he be held accountable? Oberlin College never accepted responsibility, gave no apology for lying and smearing this bakery, which the owner, uh, the grandpa, didn't live to see this judgment made. And they're going to pay it in full, just in one swell foop. That's fell swoop to you and me. But in one swell foop, they have so much money they can write a check or and pay this bakery $36.59 million judgment just like that. Thank God they decided not to re- appeal anymore. They gave no apology, but they are being held accountable in one of the ways that our, our courts and our way of life makes people held accountable. They're paying up. My question is, will Biden and company ever be held accountable for smoletting uh, more than half of the American population, smearing them as racists, bigots, a threat to democracy, terrorists. Yes, this happened September 1st, right? We're going well on to the second week. But I submit to you, we must not forget this speech as it was presented to the public, a sitting president. Do I think he wrote that speech or even knew what he was saying? Nah, I really don't. It doesn't matter. It's Biden and company that wrote that speech. They tried to walk it back. They tried to make the blood red black round, background pink. CNN did that, I read. Uh, uh, Joe Biden suddenly was saying, no, nah, that's not what I mean. So he tried to walk it back. And furthermore, The classic obligatory, we see it every time, the same tactic again and again. When that didn't work and he was taking so much heat for it, I don't know what they expected, but, you know, it doesn't matter. They've thrown down the gauntlet and said that more than half the population is their enemy. The ones, you know, the ones that they were elected to represent are now their enemies and they're proclaiming it to the rest of the country. So whatever they do to those enemies is okay. It's called setting them up for persecution. Every dictator in practically history has used the tactic. But then they tried to set Biden up as a victim. I saw on all the left-wing news sites and, and they just they they get the memo and everybody uh, jumps in lockstep and hops to, and they said they portrayed that that Biden was being uh, the victim of death threats online because of his speech. How many times are we going to watch the the perpetrators of crimes? Because this is this is incitement. This is exactly only on steroids. What they are accusing Donald Trump of doing when we all heard. Donald Trump's speech on January 6th. We heard, we watched, if you were watching, you heard the whole speech. There wasn't an ounce of incitement in that speech. As a matter of fact, he made a point to say, march peacefully and, 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 and march peacefully to the Congress. And then what happens, people who don't read the news, they only read headlines. They said, oh, he was inciting. There is nothing in Trump's speech, we watched it, that was inciting. My question is, was there anything inciting in, in, in Joe Biden's teleprompted speech of September 1st? Uh, it was as threatening and dictatorial and fascist as you could possibly imagine. But there he was telling us that people who revere the Constitution, who would like this country to return to the rule of law, who believe that those in power, elected bureaucrats and sadly unelected bureaucrats, should have have their power constrained by the people. He says that that philosophy, which is in direct opposition to the monopoly of power in Washington, D.C. right now, is a threat to democracy. Right. It's 
all smoke and mirrors. Please remember, ladies and gentlemen, that these this leftist, radical left that controls the Democrat Party, they have a monopoly of power right now. <laughs> so they're accusing the minority power uh, party not in power, half of which has already kind of sold out. They are accusing them of being a threat to democracy. Do you see what I'm talking about here, ladies and gentlemen? Well, uh, just in time to take a break. Karen Cataline, we got a tremendous guest. We're going to talk about this speech a little more with him and get his take right after this. Karen Cataline on the KRN Radio Network. You're listening to Spouting Off. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Thanks, Pat. Call now, toll-free, 866-883-2741. That's 866-883-2741. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Call now, toll-free, 866-883-2741. That's 866-883-2741. Are you tired of the same old snacks? Looking for something a little healthier than that bag of chips or candy bar? Even your average bag of trail mix these days is little more than peanuts, raisins, and candy-coated chocolate. Not very healthy, is it? Allow me to introduce you to White Mountain Munchies. Made from 100% all-natural ingredients, White Mountain Munchies combines unique flavors with nutritional value that will tingle your taste buds and strengthen and sustain your overall health and wellness. Eating good never tasted so good. From Maggie's Maple Madness to Hannah's Heavenly Harvest, Grayson's Getaway Goodies, and our limited edition Christmas blend, Jacoby's Jolly Jumble, White Mountain Munchies offers nutritious and delicious snacks that the whole family is sure to love. Pick yours up now through our easy-to-use online store at whitemountainmunchies.com. White Mountain Munchies, non-GMO when you're on the go. Your daughter doesn't want to talk about why her room is a horrible mess. Your son doesn't want to talk about why he's wearing mismatching socks. Your spouse doesn't want to talk about their bad haircut. Families don't have to talk about everything, but they should talk to plan for an emergency. Pack basic supplies in a go bag, water, canned food, flashlights, batteries, medical supplies, IDs, and some cash. Talk about where you'll meet in case you lose one another. And of course, don't forget to pack the dog treats. Talk to your family and make an emergency plan. Go to nyc.gov slash readyny or call 311 to make your family's emergency plan. Brought to you by New York City Emergency Management and the Ad Council. The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Tom and Levi. Tom is the smartest man I know. He's been a professor at two major universities, been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, he told me that he was having um, problems in his classes. I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. And he was telling them that he was doing it as a favor to them. But I think in reality, he just wanted to get out of there. Um, I was really starting to worry because I saw something was wrong. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives. But he was there beside me. And my love for him was just immense. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Karen Cataline got her parents to name her Karen before she was born so she could grow up to be a punchline. 
Now here's more Spouting Off with Karen Cataline. Welcome back, everyone, to Spouting Off. Let me give you a quote here. Quote, we are in a war for the very idea of what it means to be an American and be free. This is the hill that I will die on, unquote. You know who said that? Our next guest. Our next guest, Adam Hartage, after four wars and six deployments post 9-11, Iraq, Afghanistan, West Africa, Jordan, Syria, special ops veteran Adam Hartage says he sees his current mission clear as day, defending medical freedom and providing access to honest, transparent, and ethical care for people. Uh, As CEO of Remote Health Solutions, Adam believes that the mission of his company is a calling from on high. Uh, From our divine father, Adam says his goal is to leave his country in as good a shape as it was given to him. And right now, he says we have a lot of work to do. Thank you so much for your service to our country. Adam Hartage, it's a pleasure and an honor to have you on Spouting Off. Thank you, Karen. It's, it's a real honor to be here. Um, you know, these are dark days that we're all in, but thank goodness we're still uh, in this together and uh, we still have uh, the ability to, to have a voice. Yes, and because of your, your military experience, and thank you once again for your service, um, I, I want, we're going to start with this despicable unprecedented in America speech that was given by Biden and company and whomever wrote it. I'm going to give a quote to our audience. Um, But then I want to leave plenty of time for you to help us with your strategy and your courage so that everyday citizens who truly are on the front lines of this fight can stay strong and be principled. Good. Yes, ma'am. Happy to Good. do it. Yeah, this is what we want to do. So two quotes that Biden declared, quote, Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. No evidence, nothing. And another one, he said, they are determined to take this country back. They promote authoritarian leaders and they fan the flames of political violence. No evidence, just propaganda. Tell us what you think of that and why you're so jumping up and down like the rest of us as to what a, a, a an elected supposed president would say about more than half the country. You know, personally, I couldn't uh, envision a time in America where a sitting president would excoriate and basically make an enemy out of half the country. Uh, now, they say that, that President Trump got 74 million votes or you know, 75 or whatever it was. But that doesn't really matter. The point is, you have a man that is, um, which I believe, not sitting in office um, from a legal standpoint, but he's sitting in office nonetheless. And uh, he just he just declared that half of America is, is, is an enemy of America, which is completely, I mean, it's hard to wrap your head around how how grave a statement that is. But more more disturbing to me was his invocation of the clause called clear and present danger. Now mm-hmm. he didn't directly say that, uh, uh, that the MAGA Republicans represented clear and present danger, but he said something, um, you know, kind of kitschy to the effect of like, Oh, well, some have even said that MAGA Republicans are a clear and present danger. But the fact is the sitting president just said that, uh, that is very, very dangerous language because the clear and present danger clause, historically has given a sitting president the authority to um, to not just not just take action but unilateral action uh, with extrajudicial authorities meaning so if you look at the origins of the uh, the war on drugs in central and south america uh, you know those there's a reason why tom clancy wrote the book called clear and present danger and that's yes. kind of exactly where we are today you've got a president that has decided that Half of America is um, is his enemy for some reason. Now, what's most interesting about all of that is that that half of America that he's talking about are the ones that actually pay taxes, that provide for their families, that provide for their employees, that provide for 
their churches and communities, and that is the backbone of America. So what he has, in essence, said is we no longer want America. We want something in its place. And that is a very scary place to be. And, Adam, that has borne out in the facts of every action the Biden administration has taken from the moment that he was sworn in. Every action has appeared to be anti-American, anti-liberty, pro-our enemies. I was appalled, appalled and horrified that, Amer- that, that an America that has stood against communist Cuba, just as one example, uh, stood back and really took the side of communist Cuba against people who finally had the courage and the guts to protest against their communist government during the beginning of the COVID hoax. And our country took the side of communist Cuba. If that wasn't putting everyone on notice, which side we are supposedly now on or our government is on, I don't know what is. Do you? No. And and, and moreover, it's the, when you when you look at um, who the players are that are in control right now, um, the the external influence is overwhelming. And I'm sorry, but you have to have been living under a rock for the last three years to not even realize that the same uh, offspring of a man that claims to be the president, you know, received billions, literally billions of dollars to enrich the Biden family. Um, while arguing with prostitutes about how many grams of meth are on the scale. So the, 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 the notion that, that the FBI, a weaponized federal agency, and I understand exactly what I'm saying when I'm saying this, um, and I understand the inherent threat that it brings to, uh, you know, to myself and my family and my piece of life, because all I really want to do is grow my company and provide for my family and be a good, upstanding citizen, uphold the oath of office, which I took many years ago. So, mm-hmm. but when you have the uh, former president, President Trump's son, uh, his room being raided by the FBI, meanwhile, you've got the Hunter Biden laptop from hell that the FBI has had in its possession for over three years and hasn't done anything with. Uh, and, and certainly Hunter Biden's room has never, been, or his house or his apartment or anything else has never been uh, raided or messed with. It makes you see very clearly without needing further evidence uh, where, where the motivation lies. Uh, you know, there's a wise man once said, don't listen to their words, follow their actions, you know, watch what they do. And, and it's been very clear ever, ever since uh, the inauguration. You remember that day on January 21st in 2021 uh, when they, they came out and it basically looked like a stage set from the Hunger Games? Yes, and the uh, the new White House took over, and you're like, "What is going on?" There's late, and they gated off the the whole area for months. I know, like they're they're terrified of the people. It was like a yeah. Well, and and that created the image for people who weren't watching that they are the victims again. That's my theory all the time: is that they must be the greater victim, no matter how much. They are the perpetrator. They must appear the victim, and everything they do is because they're being yep. victimized, right? The left has one game. That's exactly right. It's us versus them and victimization. And if you are a special class, meaning like, oh, I, so it's funny because I actually can fall into one of these special classes. I am, uh, so I'm a, a middle-aged white guy, so therefore the enemy of, I don't know, all whatever progress. And Well, they now, have a huge list of enemies. Christians, yeah. men, Trump supporters, uh, exactly. anybody who believes in God, they have a long list. Some of us belong to boxes. a lot of those. <laughs> yes, yeah, go ahead. I know. I've, I've checked all those boxes. Yep. <laughs> and, and, it's, right. and it's crazy. It's, it's, uh, but, you know, it's funny because at the end of the day, I can say, well, what about my equity place? What about my diversity inclusion clause? Because I'm a service disabled veteran. Poor me, poor me, poor me. Yeah. Like, I want to be a victim, too, just like everybody else. So we need victims in this society? Yeah, I have a theory that, you know, that victimhood, like they made Biden a victim. Well, there were online threats to his life after September 1st, that despicable speech. But they had to do that because it just didn't play. I have the feeling, though, that good, decent, 
uh, conservative, constitutional-loving Americans hates like crazy the idea of this victim victimhood game. And when they're being victimized, sometimes they won't say it and they won't think it. Sometimes we are the victims of being persecuted. I mean, was Donald Trump victimized when they when they raided his home, his residence? You better believe he was. You know, the best part about people like uh, President Trump is like, uh, so they, they may be trying to make him a victim, but he's just going to stand tall like a lion. He's not a victim. That he is. We're exactly. talking to Adam Hartage. Forgive me for interrupting. We got to take a break. We're going to talk about what everyday citizens can do about it. We promise after this. Don't go anywhere spouting off. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Mike Bindell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest-growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. Every MyPillow is made with passion here in my home state of Minnesota to ensure you get the best sleep of your life. One of the things that I really like about MyPillow is the support. It gives my neck a little hug. I've never slept better in my life. What's better than a great night's sleep? Call or go online to take advantage of my best offer ever. For a limited time, when you use your promo code, you can get premium my pillows regularly $69.98, now only $29.98. With our 60-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. Sleep well, America! Call 1-800-867-0416 and use the promo code RAM, R-A-M. That's 1-800-867-0416 and use the promo code RAM. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Hi, it's Karen Cataline. It's been almost a decade since I wrote Fat Lash Food Police in the Fear of Thin. It's about my early experiences in child beauty pageants and being put on extreme diets. Remember when that was shocking? Sadly, that seems like child's play compared to what we are watching today when politicians and woke corporations are actually advocating for the sexualization of children. Everyone's children. We're watching a frontal attack on childhood innocence. This is one story, my story. Fat Lash illustrates and explains why good boundaries are essential for kids to grow up healthy. They need their parents to set them, not the government. Get Fat Lash today. It's available in paperback or ebook at Amazon or at my website, KarenCataline.com. Wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to, or hit rewind. Like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh-oh. Or that time you forgot to roll up your windows in the car wash. Fantastic. Yeah, a remote control would have come in handy then. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome. But pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes like managing your weight, getting active, stopping smoking, and eating healthier, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. It's easy to learn your risk. Take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Life doesn't come with a remote control. Yikes! So you're on your own with the wasps. You have the power to take control of pre-diabetes. Visit doihaveprediabetes.org today. That's doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Put a frog in a pot of boiling water and it'll jump right out. But put a frog in a pot of cool water and slowly heat it up, that frog will boil. As a metaphor for us and all that we go through as veterans, it's a story that rings true. We learn to endure the heat in silence. We apply what we learn to life, the bills, the job, the family, things we're expected to handle with ease. When life heats up around us, we just try to stay afloat. We let the water boil. Reaching out isn't easy, but you've never been interested in easy. You join because you are not afraid of hard work. You are not a frog. If you or a veteran you know needs support, don't wait until the water boils. Reach out. Find resources at va.gov reach. That's va.gov reach. Brought to you by the United States Department of Veterans Affairs and the Ad Council. 
Karen Cataline puts the Judeo in Judeo-Christian. Now back to Spouting Off. Welcome back, everyone. I am honored and pleased that we have with us Adam Hartage. He is a veteran of Iraq and Afghanistan and many other places, CEO of Remote Health Solutions, and we've got him for another segment. I'm so pleased. Thank you for staying with us, Adam Hartage. Thanks so much. It's great to be with you. Appreciate it. Thank you. And as promised, uh, with your background in toughness and courage that the military, before it became woke, was known for, I would like to give you a very wide berth and talk to our listeners about how we can stay strong. Because I just will say as a preface that in our history, I do not, I'm not the greatest historian, but I know in my heart and soul, and I know that American citizens have never been on the front lines and the target of so much animosity and hatred and uh, uh, not only in America with this current administration, but across the world, it's as if we ourselves are being the target and we've had the pleasure and the blessings of liberty. Some of us don't know how to handle that. You know, how do you handle when your government turns against you? It's atrocious. It's appalling. Everything America has stood for is being turned on its head. So talk to us about how we can stay strong, what we can do about it, because you're not going to take it sure. laying down. And no, sure. we're not advocating any kind of violence here. Go for it. Tell Correct. us. Yeah. So um, I would say, first off, um, we're being tested at, at, at the core. So for for your listeners, and I mean, I'm preaching choir here because, I mean, you know, they wouldn't be here if they, they weren't already kind of... Um, if they aren't, weren't already semi-fascists, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but people, Let's just call them awake. Let's call them awake, awake right? Okay. Yeah, not, All right, we'll do woke, it. But awake. Yeah. So by the way, so going back to your point about the military and the wokeness that we're seeing, in it, and it is extensive, there's a lot of wokeness, and, and it's important for your readers to understand kind of how the military works. And the supreme commander of any military organization in the U.S., according to the Constitution, is the... Uh, sitting United States president. Therefore, um, all of the also appointed by the president, but unelected faceless bureaucrats that are the secretaries, so Secretary of the Navy, Secretary of the Air Force, Secretary of the Army, plus Secretary of Defense, those are all civilian appointed unelected positions. And those are the people that are calling the shots, dictating to the military that they will engage in stupid things like, you know, um, like, I, I don't care what the political hot button issue is, but pick it, and they're making the military basically bend the knee to it, which is really, really a huge disservice to our men and women in, in uniform, because oh, I will tell absolutely. you that they're, that as a man with 20 years of experience, uh, there's really no racial bigotry in the military. Uh, there's not a lot of sexism. There's not a lot of, like, uh, like any of the other issues that you see culturally. However, that is constantly pushed on the men and women that are in uniform. But they're in a very, very, very tough spot. I have very little faith left in uh, the ability of the military to stand against the forces uh, that are aligned against them, and and mostly because they all are required to step in line and follow orders. And, and your civilian authoritarians uh, are in indeed outranking to even the most senior four-star general. So I'll leave it at that. With that. Um, okay. I will say that the military is not the answer. So you got a lot in your audience who say, "Oh, the military is in charge. Trump's in charge. This is very interesting." Blah blah blah. That's not true. It's just I hear that. I don't. Today, I'm but. not buying. I wish it were true, but it's I'm not, not true. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I don't I'm think not it's true. Self opium. Uh, I would love right. for it to be true because you know what that would mean. That would yeah. mean that I could just go back to work. I could yeah. just worry about my family and mow the lawn and pay my taxes and be done. But unfortunately, right. that's not the world that we live in. Now you mentioned right. that. Uh, what can Americans do? especially freedom-loving Americans that want to want to protect themselves and their families. Um, it's, it's, it's critically important at this moment for families to uh, get their house in order, meaning uh, make sure you've got food supplies on hand, make sure you've got plans for emergency communication, things like that. Because, I mean, we are in a situation that is like that. Whether or not they want to accept that, that is where we are. So um, families and networks, I will say, uh, those people who are your listeners need to 
ensure that their networks are strong and trusted and uh, insulated. In other words, um, it is time to batten down the hatches. We are in stormy weather. And to use a sailing expression, you know, it, it is it is not time for us to get to get crazy, but when you batten down the hatches, it's literally like we're just going to ride this out. We got to ride this out for a while. So when you say what can what can everyday Americans do, they feel overwhelmed. I totally get it. Can um, they prevent what's happening? Can everyday? I mean, you know, we're there are the analogy is the few are trying to lord over the many. Right. So you, what what we are witnessing is uh, nothing less than a Marxist. Uh, revolution that has been executed from within the United States government against the American people. So I'm just going to call it what it is. For any of your listeners that study history, they will understand the Bolshevik Revolution. They will understand Lenin and Marx, and they will understand how all of this came about. Uh, if you look at like the Saul Alinsky playbook, uh, like the number one pillar of any free society to for the communists to destroy is the healthcare system which is one reason why our company is focused on health freedom, uh, mm-hmm. because we believe, we believe if we can preserve that, then, then we can preserve a lot uh, in, mm-hmm. in this country. There are other things right. to it, but I'll just leave it at that for the point of a segment. And sure. I would just say that your listeners, the actions that they can take, the concrete actions that they can take, uh, I would say really are three things. One, they need to align themselves with a freedom-loving health care organization like ours, and it doesn't, uh, this is not just a shameless sales pitch. What I'm saying is, like ours, there are a few others that are out there, and they should all know who they are, whether it's, you know, FLCCC, FLDS, the, the other um, Say that slower. That they've probably been paying attention Say that to slower. for the last three years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Can so you- they, should go, they should go to rhsusa.com, sign up for, uh, to be a member in our service, because we, most of our providers, I would say about 99% of our healthcare providers were all either fired or forced to resign for refusing the jab. Uh-huh. Now, we are not a pro-jab, anti-jab company. What we are is a pro-freedom company. So uh-huh. uh, the fact that they tried to mandate uh, evil, and in fact, evil uh, resident in the sense of uh, an untested, uh, unproven experimental gene modification therapy is not acceptable in my book. And you're talking to a man that served 20 years and has been jabbed more times by everything under the sun than you can imagine because uh-huh. of, by virtue of the nature of the work that I did. However, I said no to this one because it was pretty obvious that, that something was sour in the milk. Um, so for your everyday listeners, the first thing they can do is align themselves with a doctor that's going to give them honest advice. The second thing that they can do is make sure that their house is in order, that they have enough supplies on hand for several months, and that they that their own personal networks are very strong, and that they're informing their family and, and, and getting aligned with those that share their values. Um, those are the two big things. Those are the real concrete right. things, because you can't really control anything outside of your own your own sphere of influence, whether it's you know your your company, your family, your friends your network, um, and, and your church, your community. And I would say they should also get involved at the county level uh, with anyone who is living in an area where uh, a constitutional sheriff resides, and there are about 2,400 of them in counties across the U.S., meaning the majority uh-huh. of people do live in a county that is aligned with a constitutional sheriff. They should uh, make friends with their sheriff. They should get involved in their local precinct. They should uh, get to the polls in November. They should defeat this thing at the ballot box. They should take over their school boards, their uh, board of supervisors. The problem with conservatives typically, uh, I've found, and I laugh about this a lot because it's true, is we're all busy. You know, it's like, oh, I'm mm-hmm. trying to raise kids. I, I'm trying to grow a company. I'm trying to pay my taxes and mow my lawn and just on and on and on. I got to get to church. Like, Jesus, you get mad at me if I don't. Now you're telling me I could go to the, to the school board meeting on Monday night, but that's not enough. I also have to volunteer to be a precinct chairman on you know uh-huh. Wednesday nights. Well, apparently we do, because if we don't, we end up living under the thumb of tyranny, as we are witnessing now. So to wrap all of this up, uh, we are at a very um, dangerous place where the metal of America and the very fabric and the foundational um, building blocks that America was based on is being tested. The Constitution is being tested. American We're talking to Adam Hartage. We're wrapping it up. I think you are ringing bells in people's heads that are listening. 
Uh, I know that there are many, many people out there that share this view, but they get depressed. <laughs> they get down in the mouth totally about what's it. happening. You know what I mean? Totally it's hard. It. Yeah. And so you are a an inspiration to all of us. Give us one more time, rhsusa.com, and how can they find yeah, you? That's um, same way, uh, they can if, simply send an email to Adam, that's A-D-A-M, at rhsusa.com. That's my personal email address. They can also reach out to our nurse care team, um, either at info at rhsusa.com. They can, uh, there's a lot okay. of ways to align with us. We're very, Got very to run. on the internet. Adam Hartage. Thank you for having us Thank on. you so much. We appreciate you. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to wrap up with Austin Ruse after this. Stay tuned. I was asking God through prayer, seeking a good news source. I believe he showed me the epic times. I delivered the mail and came across an issue. The front page intrigued me, and I subscribed. Now I cut out articles and give them to friends and family. I leave old issues at the library and around my community. We read it to our kids and love the positive messages in each article. So why do I think everyone should read the Epic Times? Because they're bringing back traditional values to this great country. Share healthcare. How can I help? help? I missed the deadline. Um, what deadline? The healthcare deadline. I'm locked out. We don't have any deadlines at Share Healthcare. You can enroll with us at any time. Oh, but can I afford it? Share Healthcare programs start at one forty-nine a month. Less than $5 a day. Can I keep my doctor? Absolutely. Pick your own doctor and hospital. Amazing. How do I join? Just visit sharehealthcare.com. Sharehealthcare.com. Sometimes you need a woman's opinion, especially if you're trying to do the impossible, which is to understand women. I'm not really comfortable talking about certain things with women I know or even with family members. I used to wish there was a smart woman who didn't know me, but who would care enough to give me good advice. Now, there is. Ask Aunt Emma is for men only, but it's not therapy or phone dating. It's just wise advice. It's completely anonymous because you call and pay through liveadvice.com. So, I decided to give it a try. I was amazed at Aunt Emma's insights. She gave me a lot to think about so I could decide what to do next. And maybe she can help you too. Find Ask Aunt Emma on Facebook or register at liveadvice.com and you can speak to her practically right away. Again, you can find Ask Aunt Emma on Facebook or you can register at liveadvice.com. Get the female perspective. Just ask Aunt Emma. Ask Aunt Emma is for men only. Must be 18 or older. What is dedication? I am the father of a nine-year-old little girl and a six-year-old little boy. And I find fatherhood both relentlessly challenging and relentlessly rewarding. My daughter is biological and my son is adopted. I love them both so much. From the morning when you wake up to putting them to bed at night and every moment in between, it really is so special. And boy, is it exhausting. One thing that I fear about being a parent is the future for my children. I think a parent's job is to protect our children, but also prepare them for the world so they become good, kind human beings. But I'm also hopeful that the future holds a more inclusive and compassionate world for them. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. 
A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Sign up for Karen's newsletter and read her columns at KarenCataline.com. Now back to Spouting Off with Karen Cataline. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, we are zooming right along on Spouting Off. I have said for a long time that among the things that concern me, which is everything these days, is the cheapening of life. The idea that life is becoming less and less important, just the respect for human life as I opened with regard to the queen and uh, the way she was treated in her uh, end of life uh, period and why other everyday citizens are not being treated that way. To that end, we have the abortion Human has been declared a human right at the UN. Here to talk about that is Center for Family and Human Rights, CFAM. Uh, he, he heads that up. He has appeared on a number of na- a number <laughs> numerous. There you go. National cable network programs like uh, CNN, CBS, MSNBC, Fox News, and he's the author of Fake Science: Exposing the Left's skewed statistics, fuzzy facts, and dodgy data. His name is Austin Ruse, and I'm delighted to have him here with us right now. Hi, Austin. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Thanks so much for having me. Yes. So talk about the fact that the UN has declared abortion a human right. Well, on uh, Friday, a week ago, uh, the UN General Assembly accepted a resolution that uh, placed what they call safe abortion within the context of human rights. This is a non-binding resolution, but it's not without uh, power and influence because governments around the world listen to non-binding resolutions of the United Nations. Courts around the world will take this particular document and will say that uh, you know abortion is now an internationally recognized human right. Um, so they will lie about this document. The document is bad enough as it is, because this is the first time the U.N. General Assembly resolution has done this. It doesn't make international law, it doesn't set international law, but it will be used that way uh, by unscrupulous lawyers and judges and legislators. And a lot of people will go along because they don't know any better. A lot of people will go along because they want to go along. Exactly. Austin, uh, you deal with this every day at CFAM, an organization that is a pro-life organization, among other things. I'm going to just cut to the chase because this is a very short segment. Apologies. What's with this love of abortion? We've gone from we want abortion to be safe and rare to celebrating abortion, cheering abortion, lighting up the Empire State Building to celebrate abortion. What do you think's going on here? Well, you know, I think that some people are true believers, that they really do believe that. Uh, I, I think, you know, it's, it's one of the great puzzlements of all time, to tell you the truth. Uh, I, I think a, a, a lot of men accept this because it lets them off of the hook. A lot of women accept it because they think it sets them free. You know, uh, this all started with the French, well, it started in the Garden of Eden. But the French Revolution declared war on the church and the family. And this is just an aspect of the French Revolution that's still going on, and that is the, the, the attack on the unborn child, which is also attack on, an attack on women, and it's also an attack on the family. So, you know, as, as a priest one time said to me, these are just uh, middle-class people who have been fooled by the devil. Mm. Well, if only we could, you know, stop there. It's true. Um, we know that when you say declaring war on church on the church and the family or people of faith in general that's pretty much the enemies of marxism isn't it the nuclear family which blm declared war on the nuclear they want to destroy it and uh, the attack on people of faith has always been one of the main tactics of marxism communism at all right well I, oh sure and the Marxists and the communists were, were, were the natural inheritors 
of the whole aspect of the French Revolution. Uh, I mean, literally, if you go back and you read the history of the French Revolution, they declared war on the church and the family because the left views the church and the family as uh, the, the, the family is where pleasure goes to die, the church is the jailer. Um, so they believe that once these institutions are destroyed or changed, uh, that they will at long last finally be happy. Uh, and we know that this is false, but this is something that they have talked themselves into, that the family and the church yeah. are evil because they stand in the way of uh, human, generally sexual fulfillment. You know what, though? I think that's the that's the narrative that the people on the bandwagon accept. But in reality, the real threat of the family and the church or people of faith is, as I like to say, and I'd like your thoughts in this last couple minutes, is that it's it's really a spiritual war between people who want to be accountable to a God, something higher than, than themselves, and people who want to be God in their universe and in everyone else's. That's what's really going on here. The rest is it's sold as you have more freedom. We're going to take away your freedom, but they use the language of freedom to sell abortion. They don't believe in any other kind of freedom, just abortion. <laughs> Your your thoughts? Well, and, certainly, yeah. You know, certainly, this is this is a battle uh, against powers and principalities. I mean, we, that's why I said this goes back to the Garden of Eden, uh, and you shall be as gods. So, so absolutely, this is a fight that is <laughs> as old as mankind, and it will go on until the good Lord returns. So, you know, we play a part in this by doing our very best uh, during the time that's been given to us. And we should understand, as T.S. Eliot said, there are no lost causes because there are no one causes. That is to say, the fight goes on, and our role is something that we cannot disregard. Hmm. Well, that's well put. Uh, and uh, why don't you tell us a little more in a, uh, as we wrap uh, about CFAM and where they can find you, follow you, and learn more, as well as your book, uh, fake science. Okay. Well, we started CFAM in the summer of 1997. This is our 25th year in order to fight the pro-life cause at the UN every single day. And we've been involved in the UN fight every working day since August of 1997. We assist governments in negotiating documents to make sure that abortion doesn't become an international human right. And it's still not that they don't redefine the family, never has been. Um, uh, so that sexual orientation and gender identity doesn't become a part of international law. It never has. So that, that's the work that we do. And folks can reach us at c-fam.org, c-fam.org, and uh, subscribe to our weekly report called The Friday Facts, and give us a couple of shekels if you're of a mind. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much for your time. Is your book still available, Fake Science, real quick? Oh, sure. All my books are available on Amazon, uh, also barnesandnoble.com. Fake Science uh, explains how the left lies about all of these issues, including fracking and poverty. Thank you. We have to leave it there. Austin Roos, thank you so much for joining us. That wraps it for this edition of Spouting Off. There will be so much more to spout off about in weeks to come. Stay with us. We love hearing from you. Be well.